host Steve Lucky Luciano. Yes, listeners, it is the greatest show on earth. We're live and direct from the virus bunker. Bunker. Virus bunker. On my left, I got my co-host. Is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, avoiding corona infection. Avoiding. Avoiding it. Look out. Yeah, but I'm ready for I'm ready for fucking World War Four or whatever it is that we're gonna hit. Right? Yeah. Indians are gonna be running. Can't stop us. Right. Yeah. End of the world. End of the world. End of the world. Come on. Come on. Don't believe me. Check my status. This battlefield is my canvas. And it might not take us platinum, but that hand is my hand. So we go back to get on the 808. You know we're coming when you feel the base. No deal with the devil. No soul to sell. We're red when we broke through the gates of hell. Savage. Savage. That virus that virus jumps on me, it's gonna just jump on me and die. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Man. Fuck with me. Indians have already dealt with uh fucking diseases coming in and trying to wipe out your whole population. And guess what? We're still here. Been through this already. You can't get rid of the strong ones. Nope. You only can't. the strong survive. That's it. That's only the strong survive. But do. I mean, let's be real, man. We are in the face. Have you ever seen anything like this before? I mean, have you actually ever <laughs> seen anything close to this? No, bro. Not not like this. And then the only thing I can uh, make a comparison about to, like, the streets and National Guard and any right, of that right. was the riots in 92, and that was for a couple days. But other right. than that, I've never seen anything like this. But I ain't scared. You know what I I will say is that, you know, no offense to the ladies, but most of the men yeah. I'm coming across, yeah. all the estrogens just coming right out of their pores. <laughs> I mean, man, bro, these they got people shook. Yeah. Just, it's pandemonium, man. I yeah. just, I'm not having any of it. Right. So the thing that I'm thinking about is like I'm trying to think back at when it was this large. So the riots were localized. That's like in a well, there you go, right? Yeah, yeah. that was so localized. And then I'm thinking about like, you know, when was there a global scenario? Not in my lifetime. I mean, they didn't even freak out like this. And AIDS was a big deal when you got to imagine. Sure, right yes. before AIDS, people were fucking. Right. And then all of a sudden, mysteriously, people are dying. The be- the beginning of that wave, and I was in high school. Yeah. You got to remember, early on in AIDS, when they started realizing people were just catching this and dying pretty quickly. Yeah. They didn't. It wasn't all about sex. You got to remember, there was a lot of people that were ignorant to the fact they thought you could catch this by touching people. Right. If you were coughed on. Right. Saliva. Like, right. So there was a lot of, like... 
There was a lot of social distancing. And misinformation. Of misinformation in the very beginning. You know, people were acting that. really weird. But, okay, yes, they're acting weird, but at the same time, nobody really knew. Well, they, yeah, they were, yeah, they thought it might be something like this. Could right. Be, you know? And, and I remember the Surgeon General Coop had to come out. Remember when they finally realized it was either... Like, you had to have fluids touch fluids, right? Right. So Surgeon General Coop had to come out and actually calm everyone down and say, I don't care if somebody licks a phone and then you come by and lick it. You can't get it that way. It's got to be blood, semen, mm-hmm. whatever, da-da-da. And so finally people come. But, but you're right. It was like at the front end of that, that people were tripping. I think everybody was tripping. Nobody knew. Right. And, and this was something that was... There was no people like getting sick and getting better or right. some people, like this was people 100%. catching it and dying pretty quick. Right. It was like, you know, they were comparing it to the Black Plague in the beginning. Right. And it's like dropping weight and just and it was, on ventilators. And it was a death sentence. Yeah, that's right. You know? And the guy, Dr. Ho, there's a dude. His name is Dr. Ho. He was the one. Specializing in hoes. <laughs> he was the one that came up with how the virus transmits itself, how the virus replicates inside the body. Mm-hmm. He was the one that studied and realized like it needs this protein and that, blah, blah, blah. And that's how it's replicating. And so he said, if we could start creating drugs that attack those proteins, da, 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 we can slow down the replication of the virus, the AIDS virus inside the human body, in which case then, then we may be able to slow this thing down. People may actually be able to live. And that was the beginning of those drug cocktails. Absolutely. And I want to back up a minute. Yeah. I think that when, I, I, I want to say that when the AIDS epidemic first hit, this was how... This was how much this thing was compared to like a air traveling virus. They were more concerned with people catching it like that, that they were still giving out blood transfusions. Right. They had no idea. Right. You know how many people were exposed to AIDS through blood transfusion on a national level? Because right. They, they weren't even thinking. They were thinking that wasn't something sneeze, cough, touch. Because that's how all of the diseases beforehand had right. been. They right. didn't occur to them that it was through blood. Blood, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I remember, can you ima- imagine, dude, just put yourself in the position. Going of some, in for dialysis. And then you got AIDS. And it happened, bro. And it did. It happened to so many people, and man. And trying to explain that, you know what I mean? Because at that time when you got AIDS, like when you got AIDS at that time, it was like nothing nice. People were not cool about it. No. And the other thing is you, I remember everybody that was getting tested. And it was still like they had this thing called the Western Block yeah. test yeah. that took like a month to get the results. Oh. But they went into a frenzy because we need blood. Right. For a million different things. We, right. we have to have a storage right. of blood. And I remember- I went down, I mean, man, uh, lots of people went down and donated blood once they got tested and they were cleared, man, because and then they couldn't was, trust any of the blood we had. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and on top of all that, there were some people that I knew that were scared to go give blood because they were going to get tested. Right, right, And they were tripping. Right. Crazy. And there are stories of people who went down to give blood and they said, we can't accept your blood because it's infected. And they were like, what? Really? Uh, you know, I, I believe there's really so little we know. Yeah. So, so in this thing, though, right, and, and you know what's interesting is at that time, though, when that epidemic was hitting, they didn't call it a pandemic, mm-hmm. but when that epidemic was hitting, you didn't have this culture of conspiracy theories as mm-hmm. widespread as we got mm-hmm. now. Oh, no. 
right? Definitely not. Because I got, I mean, one of the things that's, I'm going to, let's, I want us to just kind of go through all the different shapes and sides of coronavirus, our experiences. Like, my personal experience is, I got fucking, so many people, when I talk about it, right, with anybody, and it comes up, people are like, oh, it's a hoax, it's not even a real thing, I mean, blah, blah, blah. I got like Frank Ball, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm helping him and his wife with a separate issue, something different, legal mm -hmm. related, can't really talk about mm -hmm. But, and it's all good. Shout out to Frank Ball. Yeah, and we are those people, their nonprofit organization, uh, headed up by his wife. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> he's, I'm talking to him about something nice. I'm not even involved, and I'm like, how you doing, Frank? And he's like, oh, you know what? They haven't figured out how to shut me down yet. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, here we go. And he's like, listen, you know. Uh, next thing you know, he's sending me texts and like stats, and he's like, you know, fake news. And he's like, I don't want you putting fake news out on your podcast. And I'm like, all the way down the rabbit hole. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I don't need to be. I'm like, ask <laughs> Trump. I don't know. I don't know. I don't need to be embroiled in a fucking. You're not a scientist. I'm not a scientist. Why are we even gonna like get embroiled in but all people, that? People, people, people look to you, Chumon, because you're such a smart dude. They look to you for answers. They want to hear your opinions on it. Listen, this is what I'm going to tell you. Sometimes being a smart dude, and I'm, I, okay, I'm not going to be humble. I do think I'm a smart guy. I'm not going to pretend all that shit. There you go. Okay. I like that. But, but part of being a smart dude is knowing like, hey, wait a minute. Well, you don't know. You don't know. I think you're, that's what makes you a smart guy. Right. I answer like that. Okay. So when he wants to get into it, and he's telling me, like, hey, you know, this many people died from the flu. We didn't shut down. Regular flu kills 40,000 people a year and all that yeah. stuff. And I'm like, man, I don't, I can, yes, we can get into this. We mm -hmm. could get into it. We go, why, you know, you're, I, you know, but why are, we, I don't want to get embroiled and, mm -hmm. and, and, and ensnared. And by the end of it, you know what I mean? Nothing's been figured out. Right. It's like if you take a bunch of meth and go to Vegas thinking you're going to fuck ho hookers, and then at the end of it, none of that happens. You just no. don't leave a room and right. you're fucking sweaty. Sweaty and naked. <laughs> busted the, the porn channel. Every channel you busted out. <laughs> right. Yeah. You used your manscaped fucking shaver <laughs> to make sure you're not pulling shit up. You didn't talk to nobody. It's <laughs> up the fucking walls. Huh? So I'm like, all right. But... <clears throat> So he said, so I have to like, I'm dodging all those because mm -hmm. I'm an argue argumentative guy. Right. And like, I've got that in me. Yeah. So it's a little bit like I got to, I got to dodge all those conversations. It's a little bit dangling the fruit in front of you. Oh, uh, dude, I have a client. I don't know how I'm going to say this. I got a guy who's like 67. Uh -huh. All right. And this is like, okay, this is like right in the red zone. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? When like when this guy leaves the house, he should be hearing like this is how it should sound when a six, someone over sixty five leaves the house in California. It should sound like this. You should you should it should be like this, <laughs> right? Like hey, yeah, air <laughs> sirens. Hey, octogenarian walking in the streets. Stay yes, away from yes, him. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, agreed. It, but you should just let that run real low the whole show. <laughs> But like the thing is, is like, uh, and like he comes down here and like, so it's a law office, so it's not like you know Baskin Robbins or something right, like right, in right, and out. Right, right, I don't right, got right, like tons yeah. of people. Come. All right, so right. we're pretty, we're all right around. Here. But anyway, he comes in and and dude, you would have thought, and he's a baby boomer, 
You know, he's mm-hmm. like one of these old baby boomers. Mm-hmm. So this is like, you know, this is like Custard's last stand. You know, he's yeah. like, this is last ride. Paul yeah. Revere's last go. Last hurrah. Yeah, exactly. And 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 so, uh, you know, the, the you know, California Governor Newsom's like, hey, don't leave your fucking house if you don't have to. That's an order from the governor, right? Right. So this guy was like. <laughs> He's coming in, and, and my assistant, right? She's like a nice little twenty-one-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know. She's so. She's not even millennial. I don't know what she is. She's beyond millennial. <laughs> it's like what comes before millennial? No, like she's out. She's like there's there's millennial, and then there's Generation Z, mm. which like millennials think Generation Z is lazy. Right. Okay. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Can you wrap your mind around that? A little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the millennial looks at Generation Z and is like, what's wrong with you? You're not even watching commercials. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. and she might be slightly below Gen Z. Like she's so crazy. Oh my God. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Mm. She's so. Listen. Oh, she will. Oh my God. I'd, but she should, you know what? She needs to feel this. She okay. Needs to, all right. So, the, first of all, you got to imagine me in my office, right? She's out here, you know, doing the secretary stuff, right? Legal assistant. We call it a legal assistant. Right, 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 okay. right. And so, sometimes I'll be like, Lily! <laughs> mm. I'll be like, Lily, where's that subpoena in the Rodriguez matter? <laughs> she, right, 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 right. It'll sound like mice. Like when you throw the lights on, right, and like, right, right, scrambling like around, scrambling right. around. <laughs> right, right, right. Meanwhile, it's a two-page document, right, 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 right. right. And she's actually even told me she's like, "It's very stressful working here." Like, really? <laughs> Are you serious, really? And she's like, "Yeah." I'm oh, like, "I don't even goodness. yell at you, really." She's like, "I know, but I have to use my short-term memory a lot." She sent her to go work with our Italian partner. <laughs> she wants to be stressed out. I told her she's like, I have to remember things when I'm right. here. I'm like, well, that's kind of part of the job, Lils. Like, that's, you yeah. know. And she's like, yeah, but it's a lot of pressure. I'm like, that's how you get better. You got to be pressure. If you can't handle pressure, it's just not going to happen for you, right? Right. There you go. So that's the person we're dealing with. So then when my- She wants to be a little diamond. Yeah, yeah. She got to withstand some pressure. Right. She wants to be zirconian. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh. Oh. We can make that in the bathtub. That's no problem. It looks good, right? Right. Until you test it. <laughs> and so then, so anyway, so you got like 67-year-old overweight baby boomer guy, right? Mm-hmm. That Custard guy. Yeah. he's And the guy always smells like. What? He does. It's not dirty. He just uh-huh. has like a strong, like, it's almost like a luncheon meat odor. What? Yeah, it's. Have you ever Holy met people? Shit. Have you ever met people that are kind of like they're just naturally kind of oily and filmy a little bit? Like, uh, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I tend to stay far away from people like that. But go <laughs> hey, ahead. Listen, when they're signing the check, hey, listen, hey. I'm not knocking it. Yeah. Okay. So he comes in, he's like, and he talks like this, right? And he's like, hey, hey. he's always like right, all excited, right. and he's like, Lily. And she's like, what? <laughs> she's scared. And he's like, Stand. he almost looks like a giant old bear that's going to eat like a young little fawn. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and right. he's like, Lily, Lily, they're trying to tell him all 65-year-olds should stay at home. What do you think about that? And like mm. Lily can't even imagine being 35. Right. She's like, he's like, well, I'm not standing for it. Yeah. You know what? There's going to be blood in the streets, Lily. I'm, gun sales are going up, and Lily. He's just, resigned <laughs> to this whole thing. She has no clue. Oh. He's in a war. Yeah, He's right yeah, now yeah, fighting the yeah, Vietnam yeah. War in the streets of California. He just wants a little bit of your time so you can hear him out. That's it. 
that's it. And that's why I try to explain to Lily. I'm like, Lily, you just nod. You just say yes. Yeah. He's not trying to attack you. He's not going to. He's going to go here. For, when he leaves here, he's going to get fried rice, mm. right? Going to eat, and then going to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that, like, if you laid that out to her, she could get, like, wrap her head around with you. I did tell her that. I go, I know it <laughs> sounds like he's going to get on a horse with a white hood and just, like, start lighting the streets on fire. But did you see his body type? He's going to get two large Thai iced teas. <laughs> one that he drinks while he's eating his fried rice, and one that he puts next to his nightstand when he takes his little nappy. His little nappy poo. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. Right. So, <clears throat> so, yeah, so I'm dealing with all that. I got, I got, you know, aging baby boomers who are mm. not going to be held down against their will, no matter mm. what the governor says. It's time to get our guns. This is what we've been talking about the whole time. Right. This uh, is it. Tattoo artists in Dallas or, or Austin who are like trying to hook me into a major argument that this whole thing is a fake. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then, and then of course, you know, I've got my mother-in-law, my wife, and who are germaphobes already. Right. Like they're like already wigged out. Right. And then they're always wanting me to like, like figure out whatever. So uh, that's kind of like what I was facing or what I've been facing. What about you? What's what's been your experience? What are you dealing with? Like now that this thing is hit, what's your <clears throat> um well I will share that my daughter laughs about it. She's like, Oh she's she's in town, she's staying with her mom. Yeah. Her mom and her stepdad's house. So what she's happened? Like, they they didn't let my friend in last night. She had to come around and go to my room in the back because she uh. lives in her own above the garage, has a part, right? <laughs> Um, she's laughing and we go to air one and got some coffee and she's like, people are so weird. People are yeah, freaking out. And, yeah. and then my son is like kind of cool about it, but he's like, well, this thing, this thing's going to take a long time. Like, <laughs> Dude, settle in, dig in. Like Brian, like Brian Stevens. I just dug in. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Just dig in. And, um, and then, you know, for, for, for some of the people that listen, they know that. Uh, let's just say I manage a, a community of people. Right. You know, a group of when, people. Uh, right. When I'm not doing this. And, and these are, are males and primarily in between the ages of like 20 and 25. Oh, so they got it worked out. They don't have anything worked out. <laughs> these guys are panicking. Are they? They're, They're com- not even- nothing but complaining about how bored and boring and what are we going to do and cabin fever and locked inside. <laughs> fuck. I go, man, you guys got books, you got Netflix, you got your phones, you got this, you got food, you got, you can still go outside and take a run, right. take a walk. What Wait, the fuck? Uh, can they do push-ups? Well, half of them can't do push-ups. They're <laughs> mentally handicapped. No. Um, and so, you know, and then I'm talking to community people, friends of mine, right? And I have a pretty strong I want to say the community of, of the people that I talk to on a daily basis, but close friends, I don't want to say there's, I'd like to say that the most are on a path of some sort. What do you mean? Like they believe, they subscribe into something larger than themselves. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'm talking about the, my, my close surrounding friends. Right. And m- most of them uh, are, are like me. And, like, I'm not going to have anything outside of myself dictate what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. Right. I'm just not a scared person. I'm not scared of really anything. Right. This shit is uh, the least of my concerns. Yes, I'm going to be affected. It's already affecting. Yeah. Some projects and business. And, yeah. 
But the inconveniences that they're posing right. are nothing that I can't get through, whether it be a, a month or three months or whatever it's got, man. Like, I'm good. Right. I'm conditioned for this. Sh- I mean, guys like me. I mean, you spent some time man, inconvenienced, I've right? been, I've been, yeah, a little bit inconvenienced <laughs> from shoe terms. Yeah. Where you're just in um, a 9 by 11 cell with nothing but your fucking socks and boxers. Right. I've done that for fucking 16 months. Nine months, and I've been on lockdowns on in prison yards where you weren't coming out for fucking six, eight months at a time, sometimes a year. So I'm conditioned to having everything stripped and you removed, and this is nothing like that. Right, this, we have all this stuff still availed to us, but I, you know, I'm not going to go there and start getting this whole thing about my experiences in prison prep me. Like, okay, let's leave all that aside. Okay, it's but not, I, mean, I think that I mean I think it is. I I don't think it. I think it does prepare you a little bit for this. Maybe so. You know, um, they took my Golds membership away. They closed Golds. So, you know, I'm, I'm working out in the backyard. We're fucking getting crafty with shit and getting my runs in. I'm right. doing that. Um, I mean, you can't run. If you're in lockdown, you, there's no running. Is yeah, there? running or in place. There? Get the fuck out. Oh, yeah, man. Did you do that? Yeah, two hours of running in place. You break a sweat. I bet you you, you do. You put a towel on the floor. Okay. And you run in place on that towel. You just sit there and jog, feet way up. You're, you're, yeah. You're, you get your knees up. That almost sounds harder than It running. is hard, bro. And you do it for fuck, like an hour and a half? Yeah. Oh, you're winded. You're dripping. Yeah. But anyways, we, you know, we got the burpee program. There's a, a couple guys that are down with that, and then most of them aren't. So that's, you know, overall, I'm let down over society and and a lot of community. I think that it's not even so much, Shumahan, the actual event that's happening it's the people's reaction to it got it that's frustrating me right there's like no sense of faith in anything except self-will it seems like self-will and you know and i'm one of those guys that's kind of like you i subscribe to the fact that most people that are bored are boring people right boring people get bored they're gonna be bored you're listening to this right now if you're constantly bored Sorry to tell you, look in the mirror. You're probably a real boring person, right? Because um, right. there's plenty to do, and and I've not uh, only is there plenty to do, mm-hmm. okay, like, like there's plenty to think. There's sure. plenty to fucking think. Like for me, right? And I'll tell you, um, I was never in a, like a lockdown situation, but I'll tell you something. <clears throat> My dad was an attorney, and I was like a little kid, right? Like I'm talking four. I'm talking five, I'm talking six. When he would go to big people's shit, it wasn't, I, was, I wasn't at home. He would take me along. And my whole, he would tell me, listen, we're going to a meeting. Mm-hmm. It's grown ups. And we're talking meetings in like administrative buildings. You know right, what I mean? Like right, nothing right, cool. It right, ain't no fucking right. doctor's office with the fucking little wire and the fucking little toys. No one thought of a kid. No. Right? Right. My dad would say, now listen, motherfucker. I'm going to this meeting. We're going to be there for two hours, and you ain't going to say shit. Yep. And you're going to sit there, and you're not going to make me look bad. You keep your mouth shut, and da-da-da, right? So for two hours, I'd be sitting there in like an administrative building. Everything's beige. Right. Maybe I've got whatever's in my pockets, which sometimes is just like- An eraser and a little race car. Or, exactly. (laughs) 
That's exactly right. right. And and uh, I actually would be able pencil to pencil on a magnet. Occupy myself <laughs> with a wad of some paper that went through the washer. Right. 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 right? Pocket lint. You're playing with pocket lint. And I'm not kidding you. Yeah. I, and and a piece of paper. And before you knew it, right? I would have that little fucking lump of fucking shit, and it right. would be a football game right, on right, the table. Right, of course. Right? I, bro, we talked about this in one of our shows. Did we? I mean, my dad would show up at some some partner of his house, and he'd be like, all right, yeah. <laughs> wait for me right here. Sure. No keys in the car, nothing. Yeah. I'd sit in the car for like three hours yeah. watching my dad sit there and have a conversation yeah. with a couple guys. Bro. Yeah. And there was nothing, bro. Nothing. I'm sitting there like looking at the stars, <laughs> squishing stars with my fingers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we did talk about that. Because like, like, the same thing happened to me. My dad was like, all right, look, mm-hmm. my girlfriend's upstairs. I'm going to go up there. Don't open the door, <laughs> door. in this car for anyone. You understand? I'll be back. Right, because he wants you to be safe. Right. right. He wants me to be safe while he's fucking his girlfriend. <laughs> so there, oh, man, I'm dude. in the car for like, like you said, three hours. And I've been through every emotion. I've been through that. And like you said, I will find spots on the windshield and I will right. pretend it's a laser gun and yeah, I will cut yeah, motherfuckers yeah, in yeah, half yeah. as they were like blown oh, up cars. Shit, oh, dude. Yeah, use your imagination. So you're right. There's a lot to think of. There's a lot. There's a lot. Use your imagination. And I agree with you on all that, man. And I'm going to tell you one other thing, Truman. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, okay. Me and you are in business together. We're business partners right. on a lot of different things. Right. And yes. There are some different things that we're running into together and individually that slow down the process. Maybe right. some things are on hold. Maybe they're, you know, but we have a lot of independent stuff going on. Right. And I, if I have to be 1,000% honest with everybody, every day before this happened, yeah. I would say to myself, I wish <laughs> I could just have a couple hours to focus on this other thing. Right. The days go so quick. It's just, it's just so much. And I'm being right. pulled apart. Right. <clears throat> Bing. What am I granted? Right. Now I have it. Right. And I'm probably, and listen to me, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds. Right. Right. If now. there's something right now that you've been putting off, and I myself have put off something. Everyone puts off something. Right now is the time that you can do it. If it doesn't matter, you wanted to pick up painting, you've wanted to do some writing, you've wanted to, whatever it might be, right now is the time to do it, man. You've got a break. We may never get this break again. Dude, and I'm on, on that point, <clears throat> right? So part of what I'm feeling right now is like, okay, first of all, there's nothing that's good. First of all, as far as the conspiracy theories go, right? It, the whole reason why I don't like to get too deep into it, even though I have my own suspicions and I have my own thoughts, and we can get into that in a little bit. But <clears throat> when it comes to like coronavirus or when it comes to these things, at a certain point, the conversations always boil down to this, right? You know, A, and this is what's happening. And then the other guy says, yeah, but that's fake news. And I go, yeah, okay, but- Okay, are we going to have that conversation right now? Right, and then I go, okay. go, I go, okay, but I just- I mean, I got this from an article. Then the other guy goes, yeah, that article, that's all fake news. And then I go, oh, okay. And then I go, well, how do you know that? And then the guy tells me, because I read an article. Right. QAnon. Mm. QAnon or whatever the fuck it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm always surprised by the fact that whenever you want to argue about news items, Mm -hmm. right, whether it's coronavirus or whatever, 
there's no there's no way to get past the articles, the information. There's no we're all in a bubble. There's no way to get outside of it. And 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 so so why are we arguing like like whichever side you're on? It doesn't matter which side. Doesn't right. matter which side you're on. Mm-hmm. Every side is has got articles. People backing up what it's saying. Supposedly. Right. And none of us personally wrote the article. Wrote the article, talked to the individual right. ourselves, were there, you know, all that kind of stuff. None of us. Speak on what you told me the other day. What did I say? I don't even remember. You said, you know, everybody I speak to, it's some form of conspiracy. Right. That's 99% of what you're hearing. Right. But the 1% that this could actually just be. <laughs> The coronavirus. It actually is just a virus oh. that's spreading, and we're all doing everything else. Okay, so what I was okay. saying on that was we're living now, like the information now, it's more ordinary that it's a conspiracy. <laughs> that's the part that's ordinary, right? So, like, right. if you go to right. anybody, it doesn't matter what angle. You could say, mm-hmm. like, well, look, it, it's Trump. And it's conspiracy <laughs> because he wants to call martial law and then he's going to delay the elections and then he's going to be a dictator for life. Right, and then, right. like, you know, people who don't even agree with that, mm-hmm. they think that's bullshit, right? But they understand, like, oh, okay, that's your conspiracy angle. That's normal. Right. And then the other people would say, no, my conspiracy angle is, no, this, is a, this has been put together by big business because... They're trying to get everyone to do online shopping, right? right? And so they're going to close down all the brick and mortar, but they're going to make it look like it's due to a medical emergency, and that way they can get bailed out by the government right. and blah, 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 blah. And then you go, okay, I don't. maybe I agree, maybe I don't agree, mm-hmm. but that's a conspiracy. That makes sense. Right. And you can go around every conspiracy, no matter how outlandish, right? no matter how fucking crazy. And make a little sense of it, and you, you, everybody mm. will be like, okay, well, this person's got his head screwed on straight. How do you know? <laughs> well, because he, he's a fucking, he thinks there's a conspiracy, right? But the one person that's right. like, actually, I think maybe this really is a <laughs> virus that <laughs> that got out, you know, and it started in China. And they beat that guy up. That guy, they're like, well, he's real fucked up. Like that, that guy's he's real, retarded. Yeah, excuse so, me. Yeah, the, can you believe how how much of a loser that guy yeah, is? Yeah, He'll yeah, believe yeah, yeah. anything. That guy's a dummy. You know how I know I don't believe everything because I believe in a conspiracy. Right. So at least you know I don't believe everything. Right, right, right. So then right. I was thinking to myself about that. I'm like, dude, That's crazy. Right. That is fucking. When you said that, I just started laughing. <laughs> so when you get to that level, then you start to ask yourself, okay, so. So, so if you can't get to the bottom of it, well, may I say something to ahead. you? Go ahead. Fifty years ago, go ahead. Would it have been one percent conspiracy and ninety nine percent coronavirus? Absolutely, a hundred percent. Right now, one way to look at it is when you're saying that, right? Because you're a hundred percent correct. That's how they were able to suppress Chicanos. Sure. Exactly. That's how they were able to suppress blacks of and all that. We stuff. didn't have the information we have today, and the mainstream media was all aligned. To sort of what Trump, when he says make America great again, Mm -hmm. he's kind of saying like, remember when the news supported only white rich people? Remember when that was? Remember when it was? Do you remember that? Remember when like the main news feed was not giving voice to Martin Luther King and fucking, you know, Chavez and, you know, there was a, remember that? Remember when we used to have like, you know. Like a new system that actually supported wealthy white business. Do right. you remember that? 
Yeah. That's what he's talking about. Right. So at that point, when you were saying like, like you were saying, like, so then you had the news and you just believed it. Yeah. Because everyone was in the same conspiracy. Right. Right. Yep. There was nothing to challenge there. So you could treat it. It wasn't as, a conspiracy. It was common knowledge. Right. right. Exactly. So you could at that level. Right. You could say that's a fact that's not even worth doubting. What do you mean? It was in the New York Times. What do you mean? It was. I mean, we all know that that's yeah, how Lee looked. Harvey Oswald shot this dude, and now he got killed right on national TV. Isn't this crazy? Right. right. So, so at that level, okay, so at that level, it's an assumed fact that and this is how it works. This is how oppression, this is how mind control works in certain ways. That, so as long as you think that, that that's an assumed fact that's not worth questioning, mm. I was just telling my wife this last night. As long as you think it's an assumed fact that's not worth questioning, then it has an incredible power. It almost becomes invisible. It almost becomes a truth. Right. And it is. If everyone's acting like it's the truth, then it is the truth. That's right. There's nothing you can do about that. Right. Okay. Right. And then at that point, like we're talking about maybe the 40s and the 50s, right? Mm-hmm. Because actually, <clears throat> we'll get to that in the, but 40s and 50s, then, then if you say, well, no, it's a conspiracy, actually, you know, there's, there's these giant corporations, you know, that are doing all the stuff and da 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 and that, that's the outlier. That's the guy that's crazy. Right. It's right. inverted now. Right. It's inverted. Right. Conspiracy theorists are normal. That makes sense. And the person who thinks that what's actually being reported is, is actually a simple thing is happening, that's the outlier. That's the crazy guy. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as when you talk to people about like, <laughs> I went to, <clears throat> where I went to law school, it was, a, um, it was a Christian, it was a private Christian law school, Pepperdine. And uh, I'm like, if you go to a place like that and you tell everyone that the world is ending, mm-hmm. that sounds normal to them. If you say to them, even people who aren't, let's say, scientists, and you go, you know, we're, the humans are going to fuck up our own planet. We're all going to die. That's normal to them. They'll be like, yeah, that, that makes sense. The, but the person who says, and I discovered this because I'm a shit stir. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy on the... Uh-oh. I got to chew first. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, but there we go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Fuck hey. coronavirus. I'm gonna choke to death on Social distancing, bar. social distancing. Uh, uh, no, but but the one person that says, you know what? Humans are gonna live forever. Like the next fifteen thousand years there will be humans populating other galaxies and we're gonna continue on. We're gonna be part machine, we're gonna go forever, and we're gonna figure most shit out. That person's crazy. The person that mm-hmm. says right, the world's gonna explode in fire. Oh, that's not crazy. Person who says, we're going to kill ourselves with nuclear bombs. Oh, that's not crazy. Person that says, you know what? Eventually, it's going to work out. We're all going to be cool. Mm -hmm. That person's crazy. So, go ahead. What? I've said this to you before. What? And listen up, earphones and earbuds. I don't have the solution, but I am going to give you a piece of my truth that I think is the truth undeniably. Go ahead. If... Or which conspiracy is really going on. Yeah. Or if it's just the virus or whatever it might be. One thing I can say is that I believe that whatever's set into place, whatever triggers pulled, 
or cocked and ready. What they wanted, what they want is they, uh, if there's somebody, if there's a conspiracy or which one it is, the easiest way to control or take over, whatever the hell they're going to do, to do it is to confuse somebody. It's to confuse somebody. What you want to do is you want to cause confusion because nobody can prepare for anything if you're confused. If you can't make a choice, there's no defense. That's it's like true. the element of surprise. That's it's true. like if you read the art of war, like confusion, bro. If you can confuse your opponent, you're going to win, especially if you have an agenda. Right. And you're going to confuse them. Right. And I think that all this information, I think if there is somebody sitting back there controlling and puppeteering and planning, they're laughing because you got people with every kind of conspiracy, some people buying guns, some people doing this, some people hogging up toilet paper, some people... And it's like, it's all confusion. And, um, I, you know, I don't, I'm just saying that. I'm not saying I have a solution for that. But I'm saying if that was the case, they got us right where they want us. Because there's a lot of confused people out there. Well, and, this is what I'm saying, too. And how can you not be confused? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and to a certain extent, this is what I mean when I say we live in a bubble. Like, I don't know that you can get outside of it now. There used to be like the idea mm, like, oh, you know what? On that. If I argue hard enough and I do enough research, what are you reading? Right? Like I went to the chiropractor yesterday. My wife, I don't know. You can ask me about this later or ask mm. me about it. My wife, the baby, and her, and her mom are all going to the chiropractor. Really? Yeah. Dr. Dr. Miller. I love that you guys have your little baby getting adjusted. She is. She's That's getting, awesome. She's getting adjusted. She's got, he's, he's got this little fucking... Guy doesn't even use his hands. He's got this little air pump little thing. I don't know what it is. It's like a. It, it almost. It almost looks like a like a nail gun. You know, it's like, like one of those massagers that they're selling online, but a little one. Not, yeah, it's it is like that, and it's got two knobs. It's got one knob, and then he feels the baby skull, little tiger skull, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, and the baby's looking at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I don't know. Relax. All the blood vessels in your neck are fucking opening up, so you get blood flow. How did you know? Indians weren't getting adjusted. What the fuck? I don't. But listen, it's uh, if they would have, they might have been taking over everything. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you're right. right? You know what? I was listening to that. They're falling off buffaloes, working up their necks and shit, dude. (laughs) That's 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 why they were called. That's (laughs) how they got caught slipping, bro. (laughs) Maybe you're right because I was listening to that guy Walter Bond. Uh, He's like a motivational speaker, and he was like in the NBA for three years, but he's playing with Carl Malone or somebody like Mm -hmm. that. Who got? adjusted after every practice every game and he used to f- tease malone and be he like clown him oh he's like you don't take all that meanwhile malone had like one of the longer careers and this guy was out in three years and he's like there you, you would think yeah he like when dinner his motivations he'd be like you would think that i would have had the sense to like Crazy. learn from that no not me no, I- when we're done here will you adjust my neck for me? <laughs> <laughs> i'll take you over to dr miller i don't know what he does i mean yeah. it only takes five minutes anyway so uh, but yeah, and like we're there, right? And he's open, and we're like, okay, you know, and we're like distancing and blah blah blah, <laughs> and like you know, he's like an older guy. No he, hands, use a machine. Yeah, use exactly. I'm like, he's like, listen, I've I've sterilized everything. I'm like, that's all right. I brought a flame. Everything's still wet. Don't worry, I got a flamethrower. I'm gonna melt all this shit down. And then so so then you know he's like, uh, and then he turns to me, right? And he's like, where do you, where do you get your news from? You know, and when someone asks you that, right, 
Mm-hmm. That's like the bones in front of a cave where a dragon lives. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like as soon as I hear that question, Those are the footprints. I already know. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of feeling around mm-hmm. to see, like, where am I on the political spectrum? Right, right, right. right like, right, am I right, QAnon? Right. Is this all fake? Am mm-hmm. I listening to fat truths? Am I? Did are the Clintons involved in a pedo ring, or right, right. am I listening to Rachel Maddow and going mm-hmm. crazy? You know all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I just told him straight up. I go, I don't know, bro. I go, listen, everyone's got articles. Everyone's got articles. So well, it doesn't matter what anyone says. You could sit there and say you've got the truth, but when you come to me with your evidence, it's articles. By who? By who? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they tell you who it is. How do you know? Yeah. How the fuck who is this do you person? Know? You've heard, it's the first time you've ever heard the person's name. Right. And so I sit there and I go, what amazes me is that, and I really want to understand like what it is that's doing this. But there's a certain person that once they get the info, they think that's the real one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's the same level of right. proof as everything else. Sure. But they think that's the real one. So if you were to sit back and want to control a people, right? Like, like for instance, if you wanted to sit back and, 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 and fuck with an audience and have some fun and get them all jazzed up and right. Right, tickle their ass with a feather and create outrage and then relax the outrage and all that kind of shit, right? When you start thinking about it like that, it starts to sound a lot like big time wrestling, WWF, WWE, sure. right? They got the villain, they got the good guy, they got people kind of in the middle, we don't know, and they come out and the good guy's got his, you know, hacksaw Jim Duggett, you know, the working man brings it, yes. and the crowd loves it. Then the evil guy, Jimmy Hart, mounted the South, with South comes out and they all boo. And then you find out secret deals. You know, there's little videos of people changing sides. And mm-hmm. so, why don't people think that all the news is like that? Like, why don't you think, like, wait a minute, what if QAnon and the conservatives and Fox and everyone that you think is a is a is a is a libertarian? Everyone that you think is off the grid, everyone that you think is so progressive, what if what if all of that is being mediated by one large group? How are you gonna how how do you know, how do you tr- how do you trust anything that comes through the internet? I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I I get that. And we are definitely talking about, you know, I I saw this interview, I got this article and, okay, but let me pose a question to you. Do it. There are some YouTube videos, some videos of, and I'm going to get very, very direct on something. There is a video of Bill Gates giving a seminar in 2015. Okay. He's giving a seminar, and the whole seminar is what they're talking about is um, what they're talking about is um, is antivirus immune like they're, they're talking, he does this whole thing on this virus. Yeah. He's talking, he has a two-hour seminar talking about a virus. Yeah. This virus that can be carried and and people don't know they're infected. And, yeah. and, you know, if we have anything to fear, we don't need to worry about World War Four. 
World War World War Three, we need to worry about a virus that could potentially take. Now, I just find it interesting that Bill Gates is talking and giving a lecture about this. Like, how many other things does this guy have going on? And I know he's a philanthropist. Is he? But, well, okay. So it's so, I don't know. Right. I don't know. All but, these but, fuckers. W- let me tell you something. All these fuckers like Carnegie, Bill Gates, all these guys are fucking monopolistic fucking. I buy that more. Railroad that barons. More. Once they steal all the money, then they give back half of it. Now they're a philanthropist. Okay. All so, right. But okay. There go you ahead. go. There you go. go I agree with that. All right. Go ahead. Um, but why is he having a two hour seminar <laughs> about a virus, bro? Like, I just find that odd. No. And that he's scaling out. And what, if you listen to this thing, yeah. he's basically talking about the coronavirus and everything we're facing against. I find that strange. And and here's the part that I find weird. Go ahead. He's a he's a big um um khaki sponsor. pants. Wear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that that <laughs> was your... khaki pants. He's one of the bigger sponsors of the show. I wish he was a big sponsor of the show. <laughs> sponsors. Of a company called Innovile. They're a pharmaceutical company who specialize in immune ingenuity. Okay. Immune ingenuity. That's what they do. Okay. Okay. You know who owns that company? Oh. This is a pharmaceutical company that deals with germs. I wish you guys could see Steve's face when he's telling me this. When Steve's telling me some fucking heavy shit, he closes one eye. (laughs) One eye like gets client and he gets a cock eye and looks at you like, hey. You're going to get mad when I tell Tell you. When our listeners understand who owns it. Listen, tell me. Morgan Stanley owns it. Of course they do. What is Morgan Stanley's fucking business? What are they in the business of? Making money. Okay, yes. Yeah, financial advising. Financial advising. How the fuck are these people now involved in a pharmaceutical company and they're talking about all this immune shit? I mean, and listen, man, here we go, bro. I mean, okay, (laughs) now the finger's pointing at me. I'm the big conspiracy guy. I just find it crazy. No, and I don't find it crazy. I don't find it really crazy. (laughs) Actually. It's of not. Of course, the big financial uh, pillars <clears throat> yeah. would be dealing with another huge financial pillar, like about some immune shit and about this fucking virus. Like, doesn't surprise me at all, man. Yeah, but see, listen, dude. All right, look, this is what I'm going to say. Please. I'm not even saying, Please. I'm saying, of course. So, at that level, right, <laughs> like what you're saying, at that level, okay. Mm-hmm. Part of the problem is, is that reality is reality. Like, let's not do it on the national scale. Let's just say in our own life. Okay. There's shit that happens outside of us. Right. I got to come down to the fucking virus bunker. We're going to do the fucking podcast. Shit goes on. All right. But all of that data that comes in has multiple interpretations depending on, on what it is that you think or feel or whatever it is, right? This is a good thing. It's a bad thing. It's a good so at the So that's at a small... If that's true at a small scale, it's true at a large scale. So one of the things when you say like that, right? And you go like, I think it's crazy that... Da, 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 it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. So you said that. I don't think it's crazy because of course the rich guys would be working with the rich science guys would be rich and win. 
But what I'm saying is, is that what we think is conspiracy might just be, I'm not saying this to justify it, but what common people, and I don't mean that we're common in the sense that we're not great. I'm just saying we're at the level of regular folk. You and I aren't going to get outside the bubble. Okay. Okay, like we can't we can see certain general movements that seem strange. We're not really going to get out. So what you and I would think is a conspiracy. I don't know. We might get out the bubble, Chumahan. I don't think so. I think me and you are good. I think we have a plan that actually punctures some of the bubble. Well, let's get there in a second. But what I'm saying is, is like I almost think the first way out the bubble is to accept you're never going to get outside the bubble. That's my thought. That's my thought, like to accept that, because I think part of what keeps people in the bubble is searching for a crack, searching for a crack. Instead of creating a crack. Or looking or using the bubble. Okay. Right. All right. All right. All right. So, but my thought is, is like, so, so while we argue about what's the real story, each one of us is trying to say that like I'm actually outside the bubble. You're in the bubble. I'm right, outside the of bubble. Course, of course. Right. So that's just, you got to accept the fact that you're in the bubble too. Right. That's Starts the there. beginning of I truly think a real movement of people. Because one thing that we're we're learning from this, we should be taking. What I'm taking away. Fuck it. What I'm taking away from this is when everybody starts acting the same in the same mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a lot of power. It's a lot of power. When like, two or three get together, they talk about that shit. Is man, absolutely, yeah. So, so we got a lot of people like saying, like, you know what? I ain't gonna buy that. Now's not the time for me to buy some stupid shit. And you got some people that are overreacting and buying too much toilet paper or whatever that is. I don't even understand that, but okay. So, so, so maybe, right? Maybe. What we think is a conspiracy is actually just big business and that maybe big business is a conspiracy. So like when you see like Morgan Stanley and you see Bill Gates and you see a virus and you see, you know, they put out the movie Outbreak, you know, they put out the movie Contagion. Right. And when you see like the Bush family buying up all this fresh water in different parts of South America, when you see all that stuff kind of going to us, it's like a conspiracy, but maybe business and a conspiracy are much more related than we think. That it's really not that different right. to be in big business. It's just big business. It's just it's, big business. It's just big business doing just big, big business. business. Ain't no it. conspiracy to it. Exactly. They're doing what they do. Right. And they trot out. Like Don't they, take it personal. It's just business. That's what I think. And I and I listen, I agree with you. And let me say something else. I'm gonna say something real quickly to yeah. you. And and I know that you're gonna be able to wrap your head around this. Chuman, you talk a lot about this consumerism. Right. Let's start, let's just wipe the table clear right let's now. Let's do it. Let's say you have the financial, the corporation, the people in charge, whatever that one thing is. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And you have society. Okay. And these people want to utilize that society to their best. For their benefit. For their benefit. For okay? them personally. Now, they've already used human slavery to build the aesthetics of what they need to operate. Right. Okay? That was all done. Okay? Right. They got the buildings. They got the computers. They right. got the, they got all that. Okay? Now, and they really don't even need people, actually humans, that much anymore because they figured out a way to. It's all automized. Automized. Yeah. 
automated. Now, what is the best thing? That, how could you utilize them the best? And that would be to figure out a way for them to buy something, right? Right. Buy things. And this is when you start talking about how you've got all these different ways to consumerize people. Right. Right. right? right. Get them buying. You need this. You need they get, yeah. They've already brainwashed you to think you need the next thing. And da, 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 right? right. I mean, dude, don't even give me. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Right, There's even away. one step further than that. Do it. What? Where you don't have a choice. There is no liking and disliking. This is going to be done through fear of you dying and getting sicker. Right. If I can convince you or I can actually lay the groundwork for you to take on physical ailments that won't kill you, they're not going to kill you. But we're going to convince you that they're going to kill you and they're going to make you feel real fucked up and shit's going to start breaking down. But if you buy this pill, if you take this medication, you won't die. Right. If you can get people in that fear, you won't have a heart attack if you take this. If you do this procedure, you won't. Then we can extend your life. But never addressing the underlying problem. If you can do that, then you've got people on a call for you no matter what. People don't want to die. They'll do anything to live. I don't know why. I, well, but they do. I don't know why. Well, I mean, I, I'm watching a lot of people's lives. They're eating shitty food that doesn't taste that good, watching stupid shows, They've Absolutely. got no satisfying sex life. But that's mean. But right. the but you got to remember the human nature. But they common still want to live. Common nature, though, <laughs> of any animal, any human is, he wants to live. It's automatic in us, bro. You're yeah. gonna. You're not gonna jump in the pool and drown yourself. That's not that. You're gonna fight Unless for air. You're depressed, you're gonna, but well, that's right. a small outlier. Okay, right. But ahead. you want to live. Like anything wants to live. We're supposed to. Be you don't. Living. What you don't. Okay. You I'll don't want to die. Not only do you not want to die, you don't want a slow, painful death. Of course not, okay? All right. But if you can get people feared into that, in that type of fear, bro, then you've got a line on somebody. It's like dope. What's the best thing you want? You want to do fucking heroin. Right. You want people hooked and constantly handing you over the money. They don't even think about it. It's automatic. I'll give you whatever you tell me. Right. It's They're not thinking. They're not even thinking of ways to get off of it. No. They're, uh, this is my lifeline. This is my lifeline. I pay. This they is how work I in, live. This is how I live. And they automatically work into how they live. This right. is a p- part of doing business. Right. That's where people are at with medicine, man. And I oh, really sure. do believe that. I do believe that big pharmaceuticals are a huge, huge part of this whole thing, man. It, and this virus thing. It might be about a vaccination. It might be about a vaccination. Maybe they have a vaccination. Maybe they don't. But I do believe that like pharmaceuticals do play a huge role in everything we're talking listen, about because listen. it's legal drug dealing, bro. Listen. It's legal drug dealing. Listen, not only is that true, but you can tell who's making the most money in this country when you count commercials. Because... There's nothing. I mean, sure. an internet ad. All right, that's mm. not that. But you know, Google clicks. Blah blah blah. Facebook. Mm. Fuck you. Blah blah blah. Okay, but when you put an ad on television, that's right, money. That's expensive, especially a long full minute one. Full minute, multiple, whatever. All right, right. So when you go and you look at those commercials, it's like, well, so how many of those are Big Pharma? How many commercials <sighs> can Big Pharma afford? And it and the thing is, is it's not only the pharmaceutical commercials. What else is it? There's a bunch of other commercials that they're by design. You know what I'm saying? Not directly. Go ahead. You tell me some. So that's what I was gonna say. Was like so you could look at 
the big Oscar Mayer might be a pharmaceutical commercial. Listen, you don't hardly ever see very many. Uh, like in the old days, before the internet and all that other stuff, you used to see a ton, like a big variety of commercials. There was a ton of variety. But right now, like what I usually see when I turn on regular TV, I see sometimes, I mean, for the most part, I see pharmaceutical commercials. And I don't even know like what it is. Like it's always like, you know, buy 4K or like you know, <laughs> you know xanadu you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. It, they have a bucket and they even got a little song that goes with it they got a song that goes there's a formula you're exactly right they they, they don't just call it like happy pill it's got to have a weird right, like right right vipada you know right and they give you the whole minute the whole like 10 second 15 second disclaimer yeah then they give if you, the, you should have diarrhea or you're turning blue skin just or starts flaking <laughs> off that's so true, dude. And, and See it, your physician before taking And then, like you said, they got a song that goes with it. And then everyone's, like, strangely happy and calm in the thing, right? It's a lot of, like, middle-aged and senior citizens right. running with their grandkids. Right. Right? Right. Right. It, you know, and they're, like, jumping around, <laughs> and it's like, I'm taking Pimperil. It's right, a blah, 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 blah. And then, and then you're right. And Some you, 80-year-old guy's, like, flirting with his wife, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Or, like, they're, you know, two old people are, like, in the middle of the wilderness in, like, bathtubs. Oh, yeah. Holding hands. Holding hands. Right. Winking yeah. at each other. Yeah, like. getting ready to fucking <laughs> throw one into each other. And, and then, and it's always like that. And then what you have is, like, uh, you have... Um, uh, and I actually think, and I've been thinking about this, that disclaimer, right, that they give, not only does it go fast, they don't show any images for it. Like, if, imagine what yeah, that disclaimer yeah, would do if you had to yeah. show it. Oh, dude. You had to show that. People vomiting, fucking blood yep. shooting out their eyes. Blisters all over their skin. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. People be like, what the fuck? I ain't, fuck taking, that, that right? I ain't taking that chance. Somehow the FDA allows them not to have they, to they show broke. that. Instead, yep. they're showing this weird, like, opium dream of people, everybody's happy and, like, no one's moving. What, just like that documentary? They can put the little thing that causes cancer on a pack of cigarettes or yeah. tobacco, yeah. but they don't have to put it on a steak. Right. That's right? exactly or right. Or lunch meat. They don't right. have to put that thing. Okay. Right. right. So, 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 but I but, also think that that thing that they do when they go like, uh, may cause this, may cause that, I think the other thing that, that they are doing is because how you can't even tell the difference between them. Like, you don't know, like, one disclaimer versus another. Like, Pimperil's got this disclaimer and Xanadu's got this disclaimer. They're slightly different. You can't tell the difference. So, what I do think, too, is that. By hitting you with it consistently and all the time, it actually numbs you out to it. I agree. Right? Like, all of a sudden, you don't care. You're like, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. Damn, to, dude. Right? You just let that go. Now, the other thing you see commercials, right? Who else is making a lot of money? Insurance. Car insurance. Oh, right? Yes, yes, Progressive. Yes, yes, I mean, yes bro. Are there... God they got like damn, eight different got, yeah, they fucking do. characters, reoccurring yep, yep. themes. They do nostalgia. They yes. do all this funny shit and ironic and it's flow. The little lizard. Right. There's right. a lizard, the Geico lizard. Yeah. There's a fucking, that guy. Insurance companies. The Spider-Man guy, fucking J. Jonah Jameson, who's like, you know, stay farm. You know, we, we've been yeah. seen through some things and then we can yeah, handle yeah, a couple yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot they of them. What you never hear is like, well, we're going to lowball you on your claim or we ain't going to pay. We're going to look for any loophole in the documents. That we don't have to pay out on your, your claim. claim. They don't say <laughs> shit like that. They don't. 
They're always like showing you some funny cartoon story or the general with Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, dude. Dude, Man. how much money does insurance spend on these commercials, bro? Sure. And now, now look at now that you say Shaquille O'Neal. Go the ahead. First thing you got to think of yeah. is the heat. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you have? Do you have this? Do you have your muscles tensing? Do you have pain in your neck? You know, it's like going to a fucking uh, one of those uh, psychic car readings. Yeah, you know, right. Something bad happened to you when you were a kid. Right, right, right. Somebody in your family got divorced. Right, right, right. I feel like there was a death in the family. <laughs> I, there's I'm something sensing. that you fear there's something that you've always feared <laughs> you have a dream that hasn't come true yet I right. feel that you're, yeah, you're very like, close they just them. lay that shit out bro yeah. i mean uh, the either they want you to either you need help falling asleep oh or you need God. help staying up right 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 and the headaches and the migraines and the you know, might not have anything to do with the fucking six diet sodas you're drinking every day and the, <laughs> the fucking Skittles and fucking, right? <laughs> Pre-workout. That you fucking can't sleep and you have a headache. Or, you know? or, 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 you have complete lack of control of your brain because you don't spend any time practicing focused reading. Mm-hmm. As a result, your mind, you have monkey mind and it monkey runs mind. out of control. Right. And as soon as you lay down in the dark, it's just you and you and all your fucked up thoughts and that's why you got to take this adderall <laughs> that's why there's advil pm to get you the oh best and it, yeah oh and here's the best one bro yeah, go ahead look at all this uh what do you call this stuff the depression me- medicine oh yeah dude it's Come like on. are you feeling down are you feeling this or a little that and will this help me i didn't even know i didn't even know i was never even diagnosed with depression i never knew yeah do you, do you know what my and I'm not trying to knock you guys out no, there because you that know, have been medically okay. You know I'm not yeah, trying to no, do but all you that. You know what they've listen, listen. They've set up a like an environment now where you can't challenge that. Like you're not allowed right, to challenge because you've yeah. been medically yeah. diagnosed. You're now? undermining someone's feelings and you can't right. say it now because whatever. But like what people don't understand, and this is going back to my assistant Lily and all this other kind of stuff, mm-hmm. is that like. Being forced through some dark times and hanging on is part of becoming mature. It's part of growing strength. Did they have ADD and CDC and ACDC, all that shit, in the 30s and 40s? No. They, they had, didn't. They didn't. They had a ruler. They whacked you upside the fucking head. <laughs> but no, but, but you know what? I want to say this because, you know, <clears throat> when we were talking to the, in the father-son situation, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking mm-hmm. about that. And like the Native American, the American Indians, like they, there was, you can't point to a group of people. I, at least I haven't read. Mm-hmm. You can't point to a group of people in the American Indian situation where they're like, eh, we, you know, we want to try to make it as comfortable as possible for these kids. We don't right. want them to stress out. Right. We're trying to like, and you're talking about people who are the most harmony in nature. At least we think. Right. Yes. They're in most peace and harmony with nature. Part of that is is that the kids at some point, uh, actually a lot of- Get ready to fight because this ain't no fucking game. Well, this is what happens in a lot of places, like the Eskimos, right? There's a mm. period of time where they're super lax with the little kids. Mm. Like they're not tripping on the little kids. Mm-hmm. You can fucking, they're not spanking them. They're not doing that shit. Right. Actually, a lot of Indians don't do that. But what they do do is when it's time for you to pass into manhood or womanhood, and they have it for women too. Mm-hmm. 
you're gonna under, you're gonna go through some shit. You gotta produce. You got you're gonna go through some shit. Mm-hmm. And because 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 guess what? And then this is what I was saying. I was like, who? Where? I don't know where. God damn, I don't remember where this came in. But oh, in my I was writing this article and like I was talking about how everyone's always like trying to like use cave people. They're imaginings of cave people to justify like what's going on. Which they can't even wrap their heads around. They can wrap their heads around like 2% of what those people were dealing with, right? Right. right. They can't. Not even 2%. They like- can't. They, dude, dude, dude. The closest people can come to understanding cave people is like watching man versus nature or like bear grills, right? Like and 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 if and let me tell you something. Those survival shows. What they should, what they are really telling us, mm-hmm. when you look at Man versus Nature, Wild, and Bear Grylls, and all those survival shows, and when you see guys, right, and they're paratroopers, and they're like fucking an MI 12, and I'm a fucking, and this is how you gotta survive. And when they get dropped in these locations, and it's super stressful, and they're on the edge of living or dying, mm-hmm. and all this other shit, what that should be telling us is that obviously cave people didn't live like that. Because if it was really that hard, they would have died out. Mm-hmm. Like, no cave people. When you look at Bear Grylls and he's, like, killing frogs and nearly dehydrated and he's mm-hmm. drinking blood and he's trying to. Yeah. If it was really like that, you could never have an Aztec empire. Mm-hmm. Like, they would have died out. They've been out. too busy trying, <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying survive. to survive hour to hour. They build anything, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. So what, what that should tell us, if anything, is like, wow. We are so far removed from what it really takes to survive, not in a mean way, but like in a know-how way. We're so far removed that who we think are the tough survivors are guys that are barely making it in the wild. Mm -hmm. You got to be super military, Mm -hmm. right, to make it in the wild. So what I'm saying is, is like, uh, uh, so you people can't wrap their minds around what cave cave people might have been pretty chill. You might not, like, we think of cave people, and we're thinking, like, they're walking around with a club, and they're, like, you know, just raping chicks and fighting and just doing all. We don't actually know what they were doing. They could have been super gentle for all we know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They could have been super gentle. And the reason why I bring that up is because people use cave people to justify like behavior. And I was saying like, if the closest thing, and I'm not saying they're cave people, but I'm like the closest thing you can kind of, and they go like, well, fear is natural. You hear all these motivational speaker bastards. They're like, fear is natural. It's a natural because you know, back in the ancient times, you know, there was a tiger or a lion that was chasing us and we had to learn flight or flight and we got to run. And that's how we survived. And I was thinking to myself and I'm like, you know, I know a lot of like American Indian tribes, like like they, they, they weren't being chased by lions. Like lions right, weren't right, chasing right, right, right. Indians. Like there wasn't. In fact, bears weren't chasing Indians. You, like if anything, there were some Indians chasing a bear. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's exactly right. If anything, to prove their bravery, an Indian would seek out the bear, right, and kill the bear. Mm-hmm. Bear was not, and so. They're not even at the level of cave people, but already you're seeing like, oh, wait a second. Like, actually, is that even true? So what I'm saying is, it's like this whole fear-based thought, like with the fight of- They were running from dinosaurs. They were busy trying to run from dinosaurs. (laughs) I think about all that and I go, this is just fucking insane. We got insane. That's why I'm saying we can't maybe not ever get outside this bubble. 
Because there's so much insane, like, it would take a Herculean effort to get everyone to slow down. Be like, hold on, what did you just say? What did you just say? And peel that back. Peel it back. Peel it back. There's nothing but rhetoric when you peel everything back. Hey, um, I'm looking at you and it's like, maybe we should take a quick little break. Fuck a break. Okay. All right. So what I'm saying is this, man, is, uh, is, is that definitely, bro, there's a lot. There's a lot, a lot of talk going on out there. I agree, man, with you. I agree with you on so much corona, different I shit, bro. I get corona. Yeah, I get corona. Yeah. That listen, video's been all over the place. Listen, I love this because you couldn't find a more annoying group of people. Mm-hmm. Like this kid, his name is Brady Sluder. What a, that's a perfect <laughs> name for that guy. Chep this, Cauldron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Exactly. This guy. Chad Mentos. And the way yeah. he's wearing his hat, he's got no shirt yeah, on. Yeah, he's got yeah. like red marks on his face. Right, right. He looks like he just did a line of fucking crank. Totally. Crank, his crank. nose is red. He, he, you know what he reminds me of? is that meme of that one douchey guy with the Gucci baseball cap, right? Oh, yeah, and then everyone yeah, yeah. uses. So, all right, all right. So, yeah. So, everyone's saying this shit. So, here's Brady Sluter. Uh, one of a um, national treasure, mm-hmm. an American hero. Here he goes. If I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. You're not getting in listen, the way of this. Listen, listen. What I love about this is like this kid, right? His eyes are cross-eyed. And he's like, hey, if I get Corona, I get Corona. I, you know, I'm not going to let it stop me. And then you almost think like playing football, studying for the L-side. Yeah, right. Right? I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. Yeah. <laughs> we've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned. <laughs> Only young people would be like, yeah. we've been waiting for spring break for like a long time. We've had this thing planned for like two months. Like yeah. to them, that's an eternity. Been like eight weeks. We've been waiting. <laughs> We're not gonna let this two up. three months. Where's that? Two three months. Time. Whatever happens, happens. Like it's really messing up with my spring break. <laughs> what is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach? And they're closing all of it. It's really messing. Up. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. Uh, I think it's like, doing. Way these too people much. are committed to getting fucked up. Yeah, they really are committed to getting fucked up. Because she's like, they're closing all the bars. What else is there to do here? It's a very me and now type of attitude, isn't it? It's really weird. And the lady, she's got, and she's like, listen, this woman, she's horrid looking. She looks like somebody put like, you know, raisins in some porridge and then put fake eyelashes on it. Like she looks crazy, <laughs> dude. And she's got to get fucked up. Yeah, right? she does. And then, and then, and then, you, and then I realized now I'm like, dude, and listen, everybody, look. I've gotten fucked up in my life, and I in, in this country, and I succumb to it. All right, dude, we've created a culture where, like, we think it's like a freedom, like it's a yeah, right, yeah. like it's a constitutional yeah, yeah. right that I'm going to get fucked up while I'm in college. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. And then listen to this guy. This guy cracks. Some me people up. don't even you know, need to go to college to have the right to get fucked up. But like, it's weird because like I don't know when that started, but like everybody's like Animal House. It is animal. <laughs> it is. I watched that, and then I was yeah. like, "I'm gonna get fucked up." You think it's funny until there's like coronavirus, and these that, these people are like trying to tell you what to do. Wait too much. Doing us bad. We need a refund. This virus ain't that serious. It's serious. It's more serious things out there like hunger and poverty, and we need to address yes, that. Now, 
The crazy thing about this guy is he's saying that, but he's not doing shit for hunger or poverty. Right, 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 right. right. (laughs) There's a lot of that. I mean, what was crazy is remember, um, remember when Oscar was like, they're spending all this news protesting against these horses dying at Santa Anita. But he's like, but like 30,000 people died of homelessness last year. That's true. You know, like. When I start to look at some of those numbers, there's 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 a lot of epidemics going on in this country, right? But the epi- so here's an interesting thing, or about globally the, on this corona uh, globally for sure. Here's the interesting thing about this this coronavirus that's going on right now, and that is, it's wiping out. It's going to wipe out. Like so, if you look at the statistics from what I read yesterday, right? Uh-huh. Give 80, us some statistics. Okay, eighty percent of the people with the coronavirus that die from the coronavirus are sixty five or older. All right. So young people do get it. Young people sometimes take up hospital beds. They have to be on respirators because it's a lung illness. It's a lung disease. But they ain't going to die. Okay. 65 year olds or older. Right. They get this. They could die. 80 percent. So that means 20 percent, though, aren't 65 and older. Okay, those people might have like an underlying other health issue. Right. Asthma. Some other stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. So. So one of the conspiracy theories that's out there is like, okay, well, this coronavirus has been released to wipe out a huge aging pension, fucking social security, security insurance, it's all insurance, that shit's yeah. w- going to be wiped out after this. Now, look, I heard that conspiracy too. Right. We talked about that. Right. And so that's one angle, right? That's one angle that's going to wipe out the old. It's wiping out the old to make way for, to release some money. To release some money. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, whether that's true or not, imagine all of the young people are going to start inheriting money. Think about that. So you got these baby boomers who are like, I'm living free, you know, and then like this guy. And then- <laughs> I'm going to get fucked up no matter what. Right? <laughs> I've been waiting two months for this fucking- I got this fucking eight ball of glass in my pot. I'm doing it no matter what. Right. So they go run headlong into- Right, they run headlong <laughs> into, into addiction <laughs> into, into a virus. Right, right. Then they die. What's left over? Have have any of them written wills? Whatever. They got maybe three hundred thousand dollars left over. They got grandkids or their kids are going to inherit that or the house. They're going to inherit the house. So now you got to think to yourself: How many people are rubbing their hands together, thinking about? All right, all of a sudden, a lot of people. After a long break, so how long is this thing going to be? I've read reports that say 18 months, 6 months, whatever. So so think about this for a second. 6 months, let's just say. Nobody can buy anything. And nobody's getting that much money, right? Regular people are getting $1,000. Fucking airlines are going to get bailed out. They don't have to pay that money back. But stupid fucks like us are going to have to pay, you know, we got to take out small loans or we're going to get a thousand bucks. It should be the other way. All right. That ain't going to happen. Right. Okay. Not with this fuck face in the presidency. Anyway, probably any fuck face in the president. So, okay. Six months. Lockdown. You can't go anywhere. Can't do anything. Da, 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 da. Grandma dies. You got 50 grand. And guess what? We're back open for business. How fast do you think those idiots are going to spend their inheritance? In a heartbeat. Right? You're yep. going to be able to smell smoke coming off the fucking credit cards. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Amazon's yeah. not going to be able to keep up with the orders. Right, right. 100%. That's happening. That's happening. It's going to happen. Because, dude, I used to fishing in Alaska with my cousin Tenny, right? This guy, 
This guy, my cousin Tenny, no education at all. Zero. Zero. Went to Alaska, started fishing. He would be gone for like six months on a boat, whacking his fucking dick. Crab fishing. Not being able to do jack shit. Okay. Come back to the States, right? With like $100,000 in his pocket. Mm -hmm. 19. Right. Imagine that. Imagine how much cocaine he has <laughs> to fucking buy. He would, first thing he would, so he would come back. First thing he would do is get a red CRX and a Genera sweater and right, all right, the right, fucking right, clothes right, and right, huge right. kilos of weed. <laughs> and he wasn't trying to s- sell any of the drugs, the big drugs. He was doing them all. Right. And yeah, around. It's a party. Living large, man. Just driving all around, yeah, just yeah. tearing up in a Bellingham, a small yeah, time, yeah, yeah, top yeah, guy yeah, in yeah, Bellingham. Yeah, right. Big spender. Betting on games. Going to concerts. Fucking every bitch. Little, oh, shit. little necklace with a little spoon on it. Oh, right, for right, sure, right, right. right? Just boom, 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 boom. Tony Montana it out. Oh, oh. Right. Seven months later, pockets all turned out. Staying at his mom's playing with that pocket limp football. (laughs) He's looking at his watch, wondering when he's going to get back up to Alaska. That's right. That's right. He did that for 35 years. Wow. And, I mean, moved up in the crab boat game. Yeah, so he was bringing back 150 grand at some point. You know what? I'm going to tell you the truth. In fact, when my wife and I got married in Thailand, because Cousin Tenny uh, would take some of that money and go to Thailand and get a wife. Mm-hmm. Okay, because his money went crazy. He was Tony Montana in Thailand. Tenny was Bill Gates. Yes, right. He was a long going, ways. Oh, he had drivers. Yeah, yeah, driver, yeah, driver. yeah, And so he did that game for so long that he was on a boat that sunk. What? <laughs> <laughs> he was on a boat that sunk, and they didn't get him back to the hospital in time, and they didn't follow the rules because people were taking a lot of the pain medicine on the boat that they weren't supposed to be taking. And now here's Tenny with a collapsed lung and his fucking thigh meat all ripped out, bleeding to death, right? Now listen, if anybody deserves to bleed to death, it's my cousin Tenny. This right. guy has gotten into more trouble than you can fucking shake right, a stick. Right, right, all right. right. <laughs> it's a great story. Is there a lawsuit coming? Lawsuit settled millions, Tenny, Bellingham, right? And look, he called me all the time, right? His young. You didn't represent him on this case? I did, actually. Okay. I represented him on part of it, right? But it was a maritime case. It was in international waters, bro. Okay, wow. So I can't. I represent him on a certain angle of it. Right. Okay? But... I, w- I wasn't, I'm not a maritime lawyer. Okay. There's maritime guys. Wow. There's no fucking anchors on their fucking, their fucking sports jackets, you know, okay. big fucking weird mustaches. Anyway, millions, Tanny, Bellingham, cocaine. Anyway, so you, and, and like, you would sit there and you'd go like, you'd wring your hands. Everybody would wring their hands. And go look. This guy's lived a fucking party for 35 years. Easily. Okay. And then the boat sinks. He's injured. Everything's fucked up. Maritime lawyer. What happens? He gets millions. Millions. Right? Like Brewster's millions. Millions. And then everyone's like, now, Tenny, you're getting getting on in years. Right. You're no longer spring chicken. You didn't have a retirement. Right. He's got a tax bill, an IRS tax bill following him like a giant shark. Been following him his whole entire life. Think a guy like that pays taxes? <laughs> he could pay it off. 
He's already thinking like, okay, man, if I put money in this guy's name and this guy's name, then maybe like he's right, guy right, this guy. Right, right, right. Yeah. You don't want to give them their money. <laughs> Within six months, it's all gone. No way. Yes. Not only is it all gone, but my cousin Tanny is trying to borrow money from me. Wow. And his cousin, my other cousin, has called me and said, Tenny's on Crystal. He's in Bellingham. He's all fucked up. On meth? Yep. Oh, that's why the money's gone, for it, sure. Exactly. And he goes, and, and she goes, don't lend him any money. And he fucking fucking calls me up. He's like, Cousin Chew. That's how he always said, Cousin Chew. Cousin Chew, I'm like, listen, I just need $1,500. I'm, I got, I'm right here. I'm going to lose my car, and that's what I'm living in right now. Cousin Chew, I'm like, what happened to all that money? He's like, it's all gone. Mm-hmm. I, he, all these investments, deals, everything. <laughs> Get rich scheme. Oh, oh, I tried to tell him. I'm like, dude, if it was that easy, everybody would be rich, fool. Right, right. Cousin Chew, I understand. And he was a gambling addict. Right. I mean, we're talking, even when I fished with him one summer, he would stay up 48 hours on a poker deal. Like, I don't know how you play poker for 48 hours. Okay, this guy. Gun. And I even said, look, Tenny, I'm saying no. I actually have loaned him money before. Mm-hmm. It was like trying to get fucking I don't, teeth out of a shark's mouth to get that, that fucker paid back. I was like, no, I'm not doing it, bro. He's like, no, it's not. That. Then he, he was like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill my-. And I was like, I'm right, right. sorry, bro. If you're going to kill yourself, you're going to kill yourself. I don't know what to tell you. Right. 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 Don't hold Didn't me hostage. <laughs> don't hold me hostage. Didn't hear from him for two months, right? And mm-hmm. to a point where I was almost like, I wonder if he killed himself. Right. Right. And then I got a text from him later. And he was like, I thought you would have texted me. I was like, right, all right, right, fuck right, you. Right, 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 right. But anyway, how did we even get on that? That was from the way that people are going to spend money when oh, shit right. opens so back up. So that is so so his life, right? That forced to not spend. You don't have it in you to have the nope. discipline already. Nope. Right. Nope. You haven't exercised those muscles. Right. You haven't exercised it, so you're going to be forced on it. Then when the floodgates are open, so this is what it is. Businesses are going to be rubbing their hands. The ones that survive. It's going to be a lot of weak businesses that get blown out of the water. Right now. Right, there's not going to be customers. It's not going to be the money, and the, some of these businesses aren't going to make it. Right, but the ones that hunker down and are there, it's going to be like a land grab. It's going to be like hungry, hungry hippos. You're going to watch bodies just rolling in the water and just blood as the alligators and crocs just come off the fucking shores. And just, it's going to look like the. It's going to look like the rivers in Cambodia. Oh. Right post-Vietnam, huh? It's exactly what it's going to be. It's who is that. And I think, I think, you know, so that's one. And so another conspiracy is that this is to move us all off of brick and mortar and get us more into online. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I believe a lot of that, too. I believe businesses are going to evaporate like that. Boom. There's, when you, by the time that we come out of this thing. Yeah. Two thirds of the businesses that are out there will be cl- those. We won't even know where the owners are. Right, and then the majors, right? They'll get a help from the government, right? And they'll change their business model and they'll survive it, and they'll get help from the government because they're an essential service or they're whatever they are. What you want to call? It. And then you know, at that level, 
right? When you're applying for the money and all this other kind of shit. There's all kinds of bureaucratic, and I know this because I fucking deal with this shit as a Let lawyer. me, before you go any further, when you're talking about those big majors. Right. And tell me if I'm wrong or go not. Go ahead. When you get up at those levels, you know, it's like bureau bureaucratic and shit. For sure. Can't one of those big corporations be like, oh, we're filing chapter 11. They close the doors. And then they go, hey, Uncle Larry, I need you to open this under your corporate name. Yes. And then they re-get funded. Right? Absolutely. So those big brand, those big majors, sometimes they might change their name. Sometimes they don't change their name. But they go through something that we don't see. They're not going to change their name. Right. So one of the biggest complaints of corporations is that like, oh, around the world, right, it's not fair. Like China props up their corporations. France props up all these other countries. We got to deal with, you know, the fact that the government's helping them out. It's a bunch of shit because we actually help out certain corporations. We don't help them all out. Mm -hmm. We don't help them all out. The guys that are kicking correctly, they get help. We don't help them all out, right? And so, like, when you think about it, right? So, so this is what I'm saying. At the end of the day, right? Like, I think that coronavirus is actually... This is me. Okay. Right? This is Go ahead. Opinion. Give me yours. I think it's real. Okay. I think it's a real thing. Okay? I think that they've had this plan for a very long time in the sense of, we know there's going to be a pandemic at some point. Like you said, Bill Gates was already... Listen, when you have that much money... Do you really think that you just la di da and you just think about like, well, I, I mean, I hope I'm around tomorrow. I hope I still got money tomorrow. No. Guys like Bill Gates, guys like Warren Buffett, guys like like the Bushes, guys like that, guys, rich, really rich people are trained to preserve wealth. They're trained to preserve wealth. Carnegie's, the fucking Rothschilds, the fucking, right? You don't even have to call it a conspiracy. Fuck that. You're just trained to keep what's yours. No different than any other family at small scales. In fact, I think that a lot of what we're taught is just set up and designed to keep our families breaking apart so that nobody can get like a foothold. Mm-hmm. It makes it harder, right? Mm-hmm. Like the American thing of moving away. You, as soon as you're to get the fuck out. While on one hand, I can kind of see like that builds responsibility and da-da-da-da-da. On the other hand, when you look at real rich families like the Royals, they didn't try to kick out their kids. They just build it. They add on to the house. They get mad if the kids want to get kicked right, out. Right, right, right. right? They right, have right. a whole fucking keep thing. Keep them all together. Because when you keep them all together, you keep the wealth together. You build a network. And that's what it takes. Multi-generational wealth is what it fucking takes. So, so. The, 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 those guys, those gals, they all know, like, we got to preserve our wealth. So how we, one of the ways they do is they've got futurists. Like, they got people whose whole job, they get paid a lot of money to just sit around and think about what might happen and right, what are we going right, to do when right, that happens. Right. If you don't think that the American government and the Chinese government and the British government and to a certain extent probably the, the Russian one, if you don't think that they don't have contingency plans that are- 20 years ahead of time. 50. Right. And I would not right. only say 50, I would also say like also somewhat computer generated at this point. Like if they don't just leave it up to people now. They've probably got algorithms and people that right. are working right. on right. it. Right. Because right? if you don't, they are. Right. 
So you, there's no chance for anyone. To They're sleep. already talking about leaving the planet. <laughs> right. So my point is, is like with the coronavirus, I think that's a real thing that happened. And there was already people with plans ready to move. Mm. And I do think like, so when this happens, we're going to do this X, Y, and Z. And I do think that once this happens, it doesn't take long for businesses to be like, you know what? We've got a lot of fat. Right. And in order to maintain, we can we can we can shed jobs. We can cut more brick and mortar places, the bad decisions, let it all fall to the wayside. It's not really going to be our fault. We can blame it on the coronavirus, which is kind of true. Right. And then when we get back to business as as it was, it's all going to be different. It's all going to be different. And I'm almost willing to bet that the federal government. Right. And the local and the state governments are already because before this happened, there was some discussion about a universal income. Sacramento. Bakersfield, I can't remember what it was. It was one of those fucking hot ass fucking mid California towns. They were working with universal. Salary pay paychecks, giving everybody that was a citizen five hundred extra dollars a month because there were no jobs. Right. So when we're talking about automation and we're talking about like, OK, at, at a certain point, American jobs are going to go away. And it should actually. I'm starting to think now they should in the sense that we've been under the influence for such a long time that work in industry and getting a paycheck is part of what makes you a human that it's taken on a dehumanizing aspect. I agree. Right. So 100%. when the machines take over. Humans should be able to get back to the pro- project of what is it? Living. Mean? Yeah, which is kind of where we're at right now. So they may on some level be thinking like, okay, we're going to, in one fell swoop, we're wiping out the old, those people from the older ideologies, we're wiping them out. Businesses are going to shed fat. Some of them are going to close down. We're going to save the ones that are working with us. Right, this opportunity, like the bailout. Like, why is it Lehman falls apart? Everyone else gets right. a check. Right, right, right. So they got all that figured out, and they're thinking it through. They're thinking it through all the way. Then they're thinking like, okay, um, uh, we're gonna have to come back now. We're now we're all gonna get a thousand dollar check or some check. We've all are gonna get it, and we all kind of like need it. We probably need more. Mm-hmm. And then at some point. Right. I feel like this transition in the economy, when we come back, it's not going to be like it. First of all, before it hit, it wasn't exactly great. It it, it was falling apart, bro. Exactly. It was all coming apart. Like there's there was something coming. Right. I don't know if I thought it was a virus. Right. But there was something coming for sure. And and, and (sighs) you know what? In the early days, I read an article. So it's still in the bubble. But an article that was from The Wall Street Journal that was saying, like, look, Yes, the coronavirus is hurting the economy, but there's also something else going on. There's some other correction going on. Rich people are selling off a bunch of shit. And they were saying that it's not tied to the coronavirus because I can't remember what it was. It was like treasury bonds and something else. Usually they move in opposite directions when there's corrections. For some reason, this article was saying they were moving in the same direction, meaning that there's another economic collapse going on the same time as this coronavirus is happening so like you said something was gonna happen so i i I think that to a certain extent um now is this why you know trump according to 
everybody. Is this why Trump didn't have the tests ready? Right? Like a lot of people will say that, well, Pearl Harbor, FDR knew about it, that he let it happen because he wanted the United States to get into the war. You hear that from time to time. Yes. So you can't tell if Trump, like the president, really did know it and was like, no, we're going to have this major correction. And you know what? I can blame the losses in my fucking presidency now on that. Right? It like works for him. He's going to be able to be like, listen, uh, we had a fucking catastrophe at the end. That's not my fault. It was everything was going great. It was going. He's going to say, yeah, of course he is. Right. Gangbusters until this. What do you want me to tell you? And they'll say, well, you didn't have enough tests ready. And he's like, eh, it wasn't just my decision. It was a little. Then, right, so you have that. Is, is, was that because, right, like he wanted us to have to go through this transition, save his president, go through the transition, do all this shit? Or was it a legitimate, like, he just made a fucking bonehead mistake? We will never know. We'll never know the answer to that. So th- that's what I'm saying. We can't get out of the bubble. So now I'm thinking, like, if we can accept that we can't get out of it, then there's hope. Because then it's like, all right, so if you can't rely on these articles anymore, what can we rely on? Right? I agree with you on a lot of different things. And I think that I think that's something that I keep in mind is that we've seen other countries blatantly kill genocide, kill massive people in order to... Right make the gains or uh, X off the agenda, right? Right. That they have in mind. Right. And I don't, I, I really find people ignorant if they haven't already seen or understand that America will do that. We just try and sometimes hide it. Better. Right. We're doing it in other countries blatantly. Dude, you know? I know for a fact that we, we definitely do medical testing that people don't know about in other countries. Sure, there's, Right. Okay. Guatemala, they were doing syphilis. They were giving Guatemalans. This is a this. I mean, okay, it's in an article, but I read an article from a long time ago where where Hopkins University was caught giving syphilis to Guatemalans without them knowing. Think about that. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Okay. Think about that. Shit. Bring it right here. You start looking at nine eleven towers, bro. Okay. Some pe- a bunch of people had to die. A bunch for us to head over there. And get involved and get our shit out of Saudi Arabia and right, right, but I mean, not Saudi Arabia. I'm sorry, no but fucking Iran, Ir- Iraq, Iraq. Excuse me, Iraq. Also, by the way, this this virus has killed an, an enormous amount of people in the Iranian leadership because they were all old. It's crazy, right? Like the, the they were all old, and so uh, and and apparently their death toll's crazy. Italy, uh, I read, and again we're in the bubble, but I read that they've they've surpassed China in daily deaths. Yeah, I've heard that too. It was like four hundred and seventy five in one day. Did you see? Have you caught the the? Did you get sent the 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 tape on the um on the uh? What is the the oh the FEMA coffins? Have you seen no. the FEMA? Bro, in Middle America, they've got a half million of these things called casket liners. They're FEMA coffins. They're big, and when you lay down in them, they fit three bodies at a time. They're made of plastic. Get the fuck! And out they've of got here. them stored at this 
fucking on this field in I don't know, I think it's Maryland or something. And oh, half you know them, what I did? And half of them were just taken out, but there's like they look like like tr- like pickup truck bed liners. And they're black. And they're and, black, and they fit three people. Yeah, they, I see a guy laying down. He's right, he's, right. They can just stack them up like cordwood. And there was a mil, there was a half million, and then they went ahead and shipped a bunch out. Um, but it, it's just crazy, bro. That FEMA has these things, and nobody really knew what they were, and they're stacked fifteen high, and there was like a mile of them, dude. It was gnarly. So see, people started asking questions and going inside, and so see that's the thing that I'm I'm looking at. Like when I think about this thing, like when I was trying, like when I was avoiding an argument with Frank Ball, was like, look, dude, it doesn't spread like the regular flu. It's super contagious. That's what that's what I think people don't understand is that most people are not going to die from it, but it goes to two to three people per person and it goes real quick and it goes real easy and you you can walk around and be infected for a couple of days and not know it because you feel okay so and because we're not testing everybody because we're not testing everybody you just don't know who is or isn't affected infected and some people are not going to have any symptoms at all and i just read that there was a lady some asian bioengineer lee L.I., who was infected early on, and she worked for some bio company, and she hid the symptoms. She didn't want people to know she was sick because she wanted to go to China and do this thing. She was sick. She flew from New York or what Massachusetts. She went, so she goes to the convention, talks to some people. She then flies to L.A. I don't know who she talked to in L.A., but she's around all the people on the plane and stuff. This is early. And, and, and took all these pills to suppress her illnesses and then flew to China. And now she's facing prison in China for lying about being sick. So that's like somebody who, for whatever reason, is like... That's I, who we know about. That's who we know about. So my point is, is like it's super contagious and it's super, and it's super deadly to the old folks. And so... It's for that reason why there's a lockdown. If we knew who was sick, like they did it. So what they did in China, which I've only learned this through the bubbles, but whatever. Well, the reason why China got a handle on it, number one, like you said, they're under a dictatorship. So they right. can do that shit. They don't got baby boomers running around with rifles. Right. They're like, you can't no. control me. No, no, right. No, no, the, no. the fucking Chinese They're going to control everyone. Chinese guy would just stick that guy right in the neck and right, just say, right, shh, right. time to go to sleep. Right. All right. Then... So they, they <laughs> <laughs> hey, lay down, close your lay eyes. Down. You're gonna go to sleep Quiet, for a little while. Yeah. So they were able to seal off the board as best they could. Then they would go to, um, and I heard this from a, a doctor, a scientist. Then they were uh, that was on a news show. Okay, fine. So then they were quarantining hospitals. So they were saying, like, look, you got a hospital with people in it. There's going to be one hospital in this. So if there's four hospitals in an area, one hospital would be set up for quarantine. No, three would be the quarantine. One would be for like accidents and crashes and the normal shit. The normal shit people don't go to the quarantine hospitals because you might get infected. So if you're not infected, they would test you. If you're infected, you go to the hospitals with all the extra procedures in it to protect the doctors all the patients in it are already infected. So there's no infections going on. 
The hospital for everyone else, no one with the fucking virus goes to that hospital. And that's because they were testing them. Okay. If they didn't have, and if they were in an area where there was just one hospital, the military came in and just built a wall down the middle of the fucking thing and made a wing. On one side, that's the infected people. And the infected doctors don't go to the clean side. There's two separate doctors. None of this fucking back and forth shit because they were testing them. And if you were infected but you weren't going to die like you didn't need a respirator, they fucking took giant stadiums or gymnasiums, sealed it up, said this is for people who have it or aren't going to die. Maybe you need extra fluids and you can have a bed. And they just laid out everyone in there and let them chill out for 14 days, kept rudimentary stuff there for them. But they were not allowed to. As soon as they knew you were infected, you couldn't go back to your house. Because you got relatives there, and they're going to get infected. They're going to infect other people. That's how they got a handle on it. They were able to sh- figure out who had it, close down. So if we had that here, so in California, we knew who was infected. You wouldn't have a lockdown. Those infected people would be cert- quarantined, and they would be stuck in certain places. Problem is, we just don't know who it is. That's why everybody, including the federal government, according to some of my friends who work in government, said, like, by the time next Tuesday or Wednesday, there's going to be a federal mandate trying to close down everything else for two weeks. And I, I don't even think, I think in an emergency situation, they might be able to, but mostly it's local and state governments that have the police powers to do that. But for things, so another thing people need to understand, the federal government technically can't quarantine people. They have the power when something crosses state lines. That's called the Commerce Clause. And generally speaking, police powers. That's why, for the most part, you always hear about, like, well, why is this a federal case? It's a federal case when it crosses state lines, right? It's not a federal case if they don't. If it's just in California, then it's California that handles it. Fed doesn't have anything to say about it. Fed can't say shit. Now, does the FBI go around and do shit they ain't supposed to do? Probably. But in terms of the law, technically speaking, unless it's crossing state lines, meaning it affects the federal government because part of the federal government's job is to make sure South Carolina doesn't fuck over North Carolina, right? They got to keep shit equal to a certain extent. But if it's just happening within one state, then it's feds not involved unless what's happening in one state affects another state. And because of the internet now, you do have some of that shit. I mean, Sales in one state could actually fuck up another state's commerce. So you have the federal government step in. Right. But technically speaking, the federal government doesn't have. That's why it's left up to the governors to close everything down. Now, what can he what could the federal government do Can make sure to have enough tests for all the states, enough funding for all the states. Now, will they make an argument? that at some point this disease is going across state lines and fucking up other states? Yeah, probably. When when the federal government steps in, in in a lot of cases, like a lot of cases, like civil, criminal, whatever, and they make certain rulings, sometimes what happens is the federal government steps in when they're at a certain point you have too much disparity between states for something like the environment so like there was a point in time when like california they the federal government was not enforcing any environmental shit right but california was like no fuck that we're gonna we got smog we're gonna fucking start working on that right so 
they would say like, okay, there's going to be a tax on this and we're going to build on that and you can't make cars under this amount of this, uh, you know, uh, that put out this kind of smog and the diesel is this. And Other states, when that starts to happen, right, the regulations from the state start to happen, other states start to take advantage and say like, you know what, there's no regulation here. In fact, take all your pollution and just dump it here. We're not going to charge you because they want the companies to go there, have the jobs, spend the money there, you know, and that helps them. So what starts to happen in certain scenarios, you start getting this weird patchwork. Well, it's racist in Georgia, but it's not racist in California. And then at a certain point when it starts to seem like uh, a checkerboard. Yeah. And at a certain point where. You start to develop a little bit of a consensus, like what's the floor? What's the minimum standard that we're going to adhere to? That's a lot of times when the federal government finally steps in and says, okay, you got this checkerboard and it's affecting all the other states. And now some. We're going to come level the whole thing. And so they come in and they say, okay, this is the floor. But it's not going below this. You can do whatever you want up, but we're not going below this. So in any event, or they can set the ceiling and say, okay, you can. We're only going up this far. You can do whatever you want below this, but up this far, you're fucking with the entire country now. So that's how it works. So that's that's why we have this this patchwork. And so we don't have the test. So we don't know who's infected. We don't know. Some people are in. If we knew, then we, we, we could probably run business as usual. So that's the question. Why didn't we have the tests to determine who the fuck? How does the Chinese people have the tests so quick and we don't? Yeah, don't make any sense. Anyway, um, all right. Well, about this, what we do about this time is that was a good talk, man. I think that we shared a lot, and I think we uh, I, hopefully all you listeners gained something, and at the very least, hopefully we gave you something to think about. Right. We're gonna say adios for this episode of the Hard Luck Show. Adios. Adios.